someone. Always trust my gut. Welcome to Gutted. I'm Elise. And I'm Tony, and we're here to spill our guts about horror film trailers. Today, we will be reviewing the trailer for the upcoming film, The Blackening, directed by Tim Story and written by Tracy Oliver and Dwayne Perkins, coming out in theaters June 14th, 2023. And if you like what you hear today, please subscribe, like, or give us a rating on whatever platform you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And let's watch that trailer. Big money, play boy, your time's up. We need a plan. Don't say it. Don't you dare. We- Don't say this, dumb shit. We have to split up. Your time has run out. It's time to die. There's a crazy person out here hunting us. You got Rosa Parks on your shirt, right? Would she be sitting down right now? I mean, that's exactly what she did. You can shut up! Made you look. Made you look. What? Black women gotta save everyone else! Damn time! Oh, I made you look. Uh. Yo, stop playing. I got a gun! That's too DMX. What are you doing? All right, that was the trailer for The Blackening, a movie that is directed by Tim Story, who um, brought us such classics as Car Wash and the Ride Along series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that um, you know this is a horror comedy, uh, all black cast. It looked pretty damn funny. <laughs> And we had seen this trailer in the theater before, and it laughed every time. Immediately struck our attention. Yeah, I also just love that one of the writers, Dwayne Perkins, plays Dwayne in the movie. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so the thing that makes it funny is that it's taking all of these negative tropes that we've seen in horror throughout the years of the black person dies first. Like you have to stick together, or yeah, so when you split all up, of these these tropes that. Or all of the the wrong things that typically the majority white cast does, they are taking those tropes and trying to not do them, but then they're almost forced to do them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's going to be hilarious. I, I didn't really recognize anyone in the cast. I feel like that's a good thing because I feel like it's going to play out as like, who's going to get it next? And yeah. as an audience member, you're going to be kind of guessing like that person's going to get it. That person's going to get it. And you're not going to be able to rely on star power thing. Oh, okay, that person's going to make it because they're the most famous. Right. Since we have like relative fresh faces right um at least to the horror scene yeah uh and was it about like eight people or something so it's so basi- a big group yeah so basically what's going on here is there's a group of friends they're at a cabin in the woods so red flag there mm-hmm. and they're celebrating juneteenth and um they stumble into the basement and they find a game that's yeah, called the it's blackening. A, it's a very racist looking monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then they open it up, and there's a character in blackface who happens to be the villain. And then we get this saw TV screen of one of their friends is captured, and they have to play the game to make it out or to save their friend or whatever it is. Yeah, and. Um, so I can already see that it's drawing on the Evil Dead and Saw. 
And I'm sure there's going to be lots of references to tons of other slasher movies and horror movies. Um, initial impressions. Yeah, it um, reminds me of a comedy version of Saw. Because you have the old school TV in the basement and they happen to press play. I don't know, as part of this Monopoly game. Yeah. And one of their friends, I think Monica, is held captive. And it's like, you have to play this game. I don't know if it's going to go the torture porn, ultra gory route. I think we've gotten away, like as a horror community, have gotten away from most torture porn films. Although horror movies these days are extremely gory. Well, see, I don't consider that kind of gore torture porn. Yeah, because even in a horror comedy like Renfield, that was ultra gory. Ultra gory. Even though it was done in a funny way. Yeah, no, I think I maybe I classify torture porn as pretty women dying in a horrific way, but it's made to look titillating. Right. Like... All those poor women in hostel. Exploitative. It, yeah. Or, so I feel um, that to me is torture porn. But the era of gore these days seems to just be hyper realistic and chunky gore. Yeah. Okay. So then the relationship to Saw is really just the character who reminds you of Jigsaw, the villain yeah. and the TV. You have to play this game. You got to play the game. You got to play the game. It's total Jigsaw, <laughs> uh, but in a funny way. And I, I love the tagline, we can't all die first. The initial card that I think somebody draws is you have to kill or you all have to agree to kill the person you deem to be the blackest. And then you have... Um, the various characters trying to plead their case on why they are not, quote unquote, the blackest. Yeah. And you have the last guy that says, I voted for Trump twice. <laughs> and then they all want to kill him. <laughs> I do love the fact that it is taking these tropes that are offensive or racist and spinning it on its head and, and making they're, it they're, really funny. Yeah, they're typically tropes that we have seen a lot in previous decades uh, in the 80s, the 90s, the aughts. And it's taking these tropes that when you watch those movies from the past, you you tend to kind of groan a little bit. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You just know that character that you have grown to like is going to die. And they're taking that negativity and they're they're spinning it and making it. Um, they're poking In the comedy, it. yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this movie is going to have more horror, more comedy, or a good balance of horror and comedy? You know, it looks pretty funny. I mean, the whole trailer was a laugh out loud riot. Yeah. Uh, but there are those little scenes where you see one of the characters with, I don't even know what that was, a giant candlestick and she's whacking something. She's bludgeoning something to death. Yeah, the candle holder. The candelabra. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she's bludgeoning something. You see the blood spray. So that's a little hint of the gore. To me, my favorite part of the trailer was the very end scene. And I, I have a feeling that that end scene, I think that is Monica. That's probably in the beginning of the movie when mm -hmm. Monica gets captured. Mm -hmm. She knows some things in the closet and she doesn't want to go in. Rightfully so. I hate that when people go near the closet. <laughs> Boogeyman. Um, and she doesn't want to go in, but she also wants to know if it's somebody that she knows and she's trying to lower her voice. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, good. My favorite scene. What are your predictions for this movie? I think... Oh, gosh. I mean, it's such a, a big cast, a big group Was of friends it like that's eight? in this cabin. It looks like it's like eight plus Monica. Okay. Is it like nine people in this cabin that they have to okay. save? It gives you a lot of potential mm -hmm. for interesting deaths. Mm -hmm. Who do you think the villain's going to be? Some white dude in a bondage suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's his motive? This there, guy is being a, a racist creep. It, it didn't seem like it was that serious. It seemed more lighthearted yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, so maybe... We'll never know the identity of the villain. Mm. Um, or maybe it's going to 
end up being something that is funny in the end. Like the it's villain. all a prank. Like it's they all, know the guy. Yeah. It's their neighborhood grocer. That's nah, good it looks on the, like it looks like this cabin's been there for a while. Right. So for I like, mean I, I think it's good on the trailer to not reveal that yeah. too much. So there is still um something to kind of be mysterious. And I'm going gonna into say that you probably don't need to know who the villain is. It's right. just a literally faceless um white male, I'm assuming, just because you could see like the whites around the eye. And it just like some dude in a bondage suit. I'm thinking the face of the killer will remain anonymous. Maybe they'll actually bludgeon him to death and they'll never see his face because that lady just bludgeons his face in. Hmm. She has to bludgeon someone. And it didn't seem like there was a crew of people. It seemed like just one guy. Maybe there is a crew of people. <gasps> Who are the characters that you think are going to die? Or do you think many characters are going to die? Do you think some characters are going to survive? Do you think it's all going to be like an April Fool's Day style They prank? all live and they're all just joking around. Yeah. Funny joke. You know, it's tough because they actually don't reveal too much. Someone they, definitely gets shot with an arrow. Someone gets shot with it, but it looks like it's in the shoulder. So that guy could live. That's true. Uh, someone gets bludgeoned for sure, but it's probably a bad guy. As far as the, the main core characters, I don't know. So they, do you think it would be funny if everybody survived? Because it's like, who's going to die first? No That's one. in the tagline, right? Yeah. In the poster. It's yeah. like, and then it'd be funny if we nobody can all dies. Die. So nobody dies. They're all just they flesh all wounds. They live flesh wounds and they all just go to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. Bandage all right. Up. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I, I like the fact that it can completely flip itself on its head. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Let's look I'm at the, the poster. Po I will say the tagline really wants to be noticed. We can't all die first. When I saw this poster, I thought this was the title of the movie. We can't all die first. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the blackening really tiny below them. So, I mean, I love that tagline. It's very funny, but I, I kind of wish that it was smaller. <laughs> it's a little confusing. I'm like, what movie because is that? oh, you're wondering if the name of the movie is "We Can't All Die First. Yeah. So I wonder how many people are going to be out there thinking that that's the title of the movie. They're thinking, oh, well, that's a ripoff. That's in a different movie called The Blackening. I mean, I think that is pretty attention grabbing and pretty funny um, because it's already confronts black people dying first in a horror movie. So it's already saying like, hey, we're all here. Can't all die first. It's an yeah. all black cast. Yeah. Someone's got a rolling pin. <laughs> uh, someone has the world's tiniest mallet. I it think looks like a meat tenderizer. Oh, yeah, I think that's Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, this lady has like three broken arrows between her fingers like Freddy, like yeah. a Freddy claw. She also has a Rosa Parks sweatshirt on. We have the a hatchet. candlestick, uh, a fire poker, and... A knife. A kitchen knife. It looks like a bread knife. It does look like a bread knife. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy's going to die because he has the worst weapon. Whoever's uh, nearest the edge of the poster is going to die first. And then the characters in the middle are going to be the survivors. I don't know. I think this Rosa Parks lady, I think she's a major player because she's more like soft spoken. Are they going to have a final girl character? Hmm. I don't know. But I'm, that's another trope, you know? It's like, it seems like they're taking the tropes and they're spinning them. So it's like exactly. if you have the final girl trope, you can't just have that. You got to spin that too. Yeah. I feel like if you're breaking the tropes, it could be funny to just break them all. They're the final people. You get eight final people because there's Monica too. Yeah. You can't forget Monica. She's not yeah. on the poster, but Monica somewhere. Looks like a hoot. Is this an opening weekend movie for you? Is it in, in theaters eventually? You going to wait for streaming? 
Or did you see all you need to see? See, for me, opening weekend is, do I need to rush out and see it because I'm afraid it's going to get spoiled? I have a feeling (laughs) this is one that could be spoiled. And it seems like it's going to have a very twist of an ending. So yeah, not only does the preview hook me, but I don't want it to be spoiled. So opening weekend for sure. You know, I, I love a good horror comedy. The trailer had me laughing every single time. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I, I'll go see this opening weekend. Opening weekend. And good thing we got that AMC A-list membership. Yeah. Thanks, because AMC. it makes it easier to actually see to these do opening that. Week. And the poster, I, we didn't rate the poster. Are you going to put this in your dorm room? Or are you going to? No. Nah. <laughs> you know, I would say the best thing about the poster is just the tagline. Mm. Um, it's a really clever tagline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the poster itself, it's not unique enough for, or eye-catching enough for me to be like, that's a cool design. I want that as a sticker. <laughs> but the tagline, yeah, cool tagline. I will put a magnet on my fridge of this poster. I'll take a slammer pog with that <laughs> poster on it. Sounds good. All right. Last thoughts on the blackening. Uh, It looks like a hoot. Laugh, right? Check it out. Watch it. Your last thought. I feel like this is going to be a refreshing horror comedy. Uh, There have been quite a few decent horror comedies come out in the recent past. So I'm excited to see what how this one stacks up against those. Cool. Looks like a hoot, as you said. Hoot and a holler. <laughs> All right, so we should wrap this up. This has been another episode of Gutted. Gutted.